How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie One Sentence Summary How to Win Friends and Influence People teaches you countless principles to become a likable person, handle your relationships well, win others over, and help them change their behavior without being intrusive. My favorite quote from the author is It isn't what you have or who you are or where you are or what you are doing that makes you happy or unhappy. It is what you think about it. Dale Carnegie. Another self-help classic published even one year before Think and Grow Rich in 1936. This has sold over 15 million copies throughout the 80 years it's been in print. This book has surely shaped behavioral psychology the way we know it today, as it reads like an instruction manual on how you can be more liked by others, get them to do favors for you and even change their behavior under your influence. However, none of it is based on manipulation and deceit. Dale Carnegie does it all based on the core idea that you can change other people's behavior simply by changing your own. Here are three valuable lessons from the summary on Blinkist. 1. You can make a great first impression just by smiling. 2. To be interesting to others, talk about their favorite topic, themselves. 3. If you want to convince people, get them to say yes a lot. Are you ready to become a master of influence? I would say it's rock and roll time. How to win friends and influence people. Lesson 1. A simple smile is all it takes for you to make a great impression. This answers the question, how can I make better first impressions with people? There's that famous quote about how actions speak louder than words, because in the way we act, we truly show whether we follow through on our intentions, instead of just stating them. The easiest action you can take to make others instantly like you then is to smile. Just like we all tear up when a baby laughs or smiles at us, or feel a rush of endorphins from seeing a dog wag its tail in our presence, we can't help but feel affection towards someone who smiles at us. Now imagine a smile being the first thing you see the first time you meet someone and shake their hand. Of course you're going to like them. More than half of our communication is based on body language. So a smile versus a frown can make the difference between making a new friend or selling a car and striking out. What's more, smiling isn't a one-way road. It helps you directly too. By consciously smiling, you'll generate positive feelings by accident, quote-unquote just like positive feelings can cause you to smile without meaning to. So the next time you meet someone new, turn that frown upside down and smile as you shake their hand. How to win friends and influence people. Lesson 2. You can be interesting to others by getting them to talk about themselves. This answers the question, how can I make myself more interesting? What's everyone's favorite topic? The weather? Nope. Themselves. We all love people who listen to us for hours on end as we yatter on and on about our own lives. People always think, to be interesting, you have to share many fascinating stories and constantly talk about your accomplishments. That couldn't be more wrong. You don't even have to talk to be interesting. Humans are naturally self-centered. We are our own biggest interest. And boy, do we get excited if we meet someone who shares that interest. Give other people your full attention. Don't interrupt them. Be genuinely interested. Ask follow-up questions. Don't rant about yourself. And, most importantly, 
listen. You'll be amazed at how many people will say things like this about you. That Nick guy was so great to talk to, what an interesting person. If you want to go one step further, you can do what Teddy Roosevelt did and even prepare yourself before you meet someone by researching them online and trying to pick two to three of their favorite topics, which you can then address and get them to talk about. How to win friends and influence people. Lesson three. In order to convince people, you have to get them to say yes a lot. This answers the question, how can I convince someone of my idea? Dale Carnegie has three steps to help you convince people. The premise of all of them being that they don't know you're trying to change their mind. We hardly defend anything as strongly as our own opinions. So the second we're on to someone trying to win us over, it's a hopeless cause. Unless you've spilled the milk already, here are three steps to help you succeed. Step number one. Be nice. Do the above. Smile. Listen. Be polite and patient. That's the basis of any successful persuasion and for that matter should be the basis of any conversation. Step number two. Make it clear you have the same goals. Your conversation partner must believe you share the same interests and vision. So emphasize that by talking about the interests interest you actually share. They have to know you're really on their side and want what's best for them. Which you hopefully do anyway. Step number three. Ask them lots of small questions that they answer with yes. Once you're sure you're both on the same page, you can start laying out your arguments. But do it by asking questions your partner can answer with yes as much as possible. Then, when you make your final point, you're more likely to get a yes as well. The idea behind this approach, called the Socratic method, is that the probability of a final yes goes up with every yes you get before. This is due to the human consistency bias. We want to be consistent in our actions, so we're unlikely to break a long chain of yeses. My personal takeaways from How to Win Friends and Influence People for 2017. I have two add-ons to make here <clears throat> to lesson number three and lesson number one. Let me first make the add-on to lesson number one. And what I've learned uh, since then about smiling is a everything in that lesson is right it's great if you smile i try to even smile at strangers when i pass them walking by in the city i admit that's very hard it's not easy for me because usually everyone's focused and looks straight ahead at least in germany and they're walking by and sometimes people feel almost weirded out by you if you just randomly smile at them like but most people will actually smile back and that's a great interaction with someone You'll never even talk to or have anything. Like you can get positive emotions. That's a win-win situation you create just by smiling at random strangers in the street. So that I highly recommend. But building on that, a lesson I have learned from Tim Ferriss, the 4-Hour Workweek, is playing a game called eye-gazing. And that's similar to smiling at others. And you can combine it with smiling at others. But the idea of eye-gazing is that when you pass someone in walking... You look them straight into the eyes and you don't look away. So you wait. You just wait. And basically the idea of the game is to always be the last one to look away or to at least try to be the last one to look away as often as possible. Because most people 
will at one point look away because people they feel weirded out by this right like well, who would do that like look someone straight in the eyes when they just like walk by them in the street that's a little odd right but on your end if you do it it shows confidence and if you keep looking it shows even more confidence and you'll ev eventually find that most people look away i've done this i've walked around for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes and done this consistently and I was shocked by how many people look look away first. Almost everyone looked away first. And that uh, in addition to of course don't look like you're about to, you know, like kill them, give don't give them the serial killer look. Give them a nice look, try to smile. Um, but what you'll find from this game is it boosts your confidence like crazy because you're the one who keeps looking. It's a really cool game that makes you very confident. And the second thing I want to add uh, belongs to the third lesson and actually the third part of that lesson when you want to convince someone to ask them lots of small questions that they say yes to. There's another thing which is kind of counterintuitive that helps with convincing people, which is ask them for a favor. So a small favor. If you can get people to do you a small favor, that actually makes them like you more. Uh, it's counterintuitive. Um, for example, let's say you and I meet for the first time. We're talking, uh, saying, yeah, yeah, this is good. Do you like this? Yes, I like that too. Cool. And then I say, oh, do you have a piece of gum, by the way? Or do you have a pen or something like that? And you would say, oh, yeah, sure. Here you go. And I say, oh, yeah, thank you so much. That helps me a lot. I, I need to do it. I put in the gum or, or I, I write something, whatever. I give it back. Here's, the, here's your pen back. Thank you. What that does is it elevates your status. So you're elevating the status of the other person by letting them be the hero for a second and being the person who can help. And everybody loves to help and like be sort of treated like a mini hero. So that way you get them to like more to like you more because now they associate you with making them the hero. So, and that's a very funny uh, sort of persuasion trick. Again, use this stuff morally. Uh, don't try to don't abuse this for the wrong purposes but funny things and funny funny uh, funny little biases uh, you can use there uh, very interesting uh, I hope you learned something and see you on the next summary